The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency in Running podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I am so pumped for today's episode because I'm sharing some really exciting news and some really exciting plans for the upcoming few months. So please just sit back and relax, and we'll just jump right into the episode. All right. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today, you have just got me for a solo episode again. It was actually meant to be an episode with Rach from TikTok, Runner Girl Rach, but we keep just not getting the recording right. And so unfortunately, we're going to have to re-record for like the third time, which is so frustrating, but I am so keen to have her on the podcast. But just a few quick updates and a few quick shout outs. The podcast has been growing like crazy and the amount of listens has been just like growing like it never has before. We've now, as of today, hit 11,000 listens, which is insane. And I've just hit 7,000 followers on TikTok as well. And it just feels like the platform in general of resiliency and running is just growing so much. And it's so exciting because this is something that I am so passionate about, something that I started in August of 2020. And it was just me and not even a microphone. It was my headphones. And I just wanted to share about my running, my passion for running, my running journey, and my just life journey with different aspects of my life. So I'm really grateful for people that just continuously listen to the podcast, people that are just stumbling upon the podcast. Everyone is welcome here, and I'm so excited to continue to grow the podcast. But first, before we jump into the episode, I'm just going to start with some highs and lows for the week. So I'm going to start with the low because it was something that happened today. So my low for the week is that I'm like, I'm not sure, I'm not positive about this, but I'm pretty sure that I've injured myself just a wee bit. And I am like, two, three weeks out from Paris, less than three weeks. Um, So it's a little bit alarming. It's not really such like a serious injury, but I had gone on a seven mile easy run this morning and I've just gotten the Hoka Carbon X3s, which by the way are insane. I test ran them on my 21 mile run this past weekend, which probably wasn't the best idea, but I trust Hoka enough because I love their Carbon X line. And when I saw that the Carbon X3s came out, I had to jump on them. So I kid you not, I saw the email, immediately ordered them, and I just fell in love with them. So this morning, I got back from my run and the outside of my left foot has a bit of soreness and I've got some Chinese herbal medicine on it and it's been kind of going all day and I've just kind of been icing it and trying to practice, um, yeah, just resting in general. But it is a little bit alarming just because I am so close to the Paris Marathon. But I know for a fact that I would 
think that this is a lot more to do with the amount of mileage that I've been doing lately versus the fact that I've just gotten new shoes because, you know, I can go and run 21 miles in them fresh out of the box and they felt great. I think it's the fact that I genuinely, since the David Goggins challenge, which is the episode previous to this, and if you haven't listened to that, you should definitely go and check that out. It's my It was my second time doing the David Goggins challenge, running four miles every four hours for 48 hours except I decided to kick it up a notch and do an extra 13th run, which would make it 52 miles, aka two marathons in the span of 48 hours. So I will have that episode linked in the show notes if you want to go and check that out. But I genuinely think that it's because I've been doing so much mileage just in terms of running since then. And I kind of, you know, I took about a day and a half off from running but genuinely I think I probably needed a little bit more plus this past Sunday after 21 miles I went on a four mile run with Jack because yeah he's kind of just getting back into running and this will also feed into the episode as well but I think I definitely just need to incorporate more rest days and just listen to my body more but it is frustrating definitely to get injuries and I've done episodes before around injury prevention and what to do when you get injuries during training and I think it's just really important to listen to your body and try it and take care of it to the best of your ability. But yeah, and my high for the week definitely has to be the Hoka Carbon X3s. I got them like, you know, not even a week ago. And I think that that's definitely still my high for the week just because they are such killer shoes. And I'm just such a geek when it comes to like running shoes. And I love them so much. They slip on like a sock and I could not recommend them more. I loved the Hoka Carbon X2s. I ran in them for the London Marathon. I probably have worn like five or six pairs of them. I just love them so much. So I knew that I would love the X3s. And so definitely a high for the week is just, yeah, getting those and you know, knowing like that I've got my shoe for the Paris Marathon. I also booked all of my tickets and travel finally with my friends, my girlfriends for Paris, which is very exciting. It's It's been a long time coming. My girlfriends and I have spoken about this girls trip for ages. We basically haven't seen each other for two years since the pandemic. And we all met in our master's program in London. And I'm the only one that's like still based in London. But yeah, we've basically been talking about this girls trip in Paris for such a long time. And then, you know, when I signed up for the Paris Marathon, I think just all the stars aligned. And so I'm very excited for that much needed girl time after two years apart. But yeah, without further ado, let's just jump right into the episode. So I do want to just start by saying that I am by no means a certified coach or licensed in any way to be a running coach. I just have years and years of experience and just recently, much more specifically, years of experience around distance running. And Paris will be marathon number three for me. And then I have Berlin in September, which will be marathon number four. And if you follow me on social media, um, you'll know what I'm about to say. But if you don't, you should go and follow me me. The podcast is just at Resiliency and Running on Instagram and TikTok. And then my personal Instagram is at Liz Newcomer. It's all in the show notes. But basically yesterday, everyone found out about their 
ballot for the London Marathon. And because I ran it last year, they gave us an opportunity to just enter it. I'm pretty sure I remember like I was walking to the start line and the app, the London Marathon app was like, do you want to enter a ballot for next year? And I hadn't even ran last year's marathon yet. And so I I did end up putting in a ballot, but I just didn't get it. And so, and it was funny because after I ran it, I told Jack that I had put a ballot in but right before I started the race. And he told me basically a few days after the marathon that he was so inspired watching me run the London Marathon that he himself put in a ballot. And so he paid the 50 pounds, he put his name in, and he genuinely, like when I tell you that this boy did not think he was gonna get it, he he totally forgot about it. He didn't even realize what, you know, what day it was when I was like, Jack, you know, the ballot comes out today. And so I got my, like, basically my rejection ballot at first saying, you know, you didn't get it this year. Um, and I kept telling Jack, like, you know, did you, ch- did you check your email? Like, I already got mine and he he wasn't getting his. He was checking his spam box and he was just like kind of confused, but he wasn't like too worried about it. But uh, there was a part of him that was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> I, I just, there was a feeling that I had because when he came into... Basically, he sits in the living room with his desk for work and I sit in our bedroom with my desk for work. And so when he came into the bedroom and, you know, had his phone, I knew that he had gotten the email. And so I just, I took my phone out and I started recording and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just got the email. It says click here to see ballot results. And I was like, yep, you have to click in the email and then it'll take you to the page that tells you whether or not you got it. And I just watched him as he clicked it and waited. And then all of a sudden he turned his phone towards me, like just no change in his facial expression, but he turned his phone towards me and it said, you're in. Jack had gotten into the London Marathon by ballot and he definitely had a bit of a freak out at first and I got an incredible TikTok out of it that has, it's performing great because I think it's hilarious, but in all reality, he actually is very excited. And if you don't know about Jack, he I think he like alluded to it or may have mentioned it briefly in our episode for Valentine's Day, but he basically had a freak accident when he was younger and he basically doesn't have a spleen um, because he elbowed himself during a football freak accident and yeah, ruptured his own spleen and both of his knees as well. He doesn't have very good knees. And so I think... Jack's always someone who wants to kind of dream bigger and he wants to kind of look for the next big thing. And I think that he you know, he's kind of used to being around people that don't want to kind of push him too far or, you know, because they're worried about him because of his past. I think especially since we started dating and especially since I started taking him on some runs, I think one of the furthest runs that he and I did together was 10 miles. And I think he was just shocked at himself to kind of see that he could do 10 miles, even though, you know, definitely struggled along the way, but you still like, he still pushed himself through. And, you know, that was when we were training for this half marathon that we did last December, which was his first half marathon. And he completed it in two hours 15 and he didn't do all of his training um, runs. He only did some with me. He tried to do some on his own and then he mixed it in with his football and he still ran amazingly. And, you know, despite 
the lack of spleen, despite his knees, he still did incredible. And I think that there is definitely a part of him that ever since yesterday, he's really starting to feel really encouraged, really excited. And I think that this is really exciting because I've got Berlin the weekend before the London Marathon. And so he and I will go to Berlin, I'll do Berlin, and then we'll come back to London and I'll watch him do London. But this is his first time ever doing a marathon, but he's he's all in. He is totally up for it, and I'm going to make him a morning person, I swear. But I think the big picture with this is something that I actually have always wanted to do and I've always thought of. So with resiliency in running and with what I've been speaking about in the beginning, I love the platform that I'm building and that I've built with the podcast, with TikTok, with Instagram, and I've always wanted to take it a step further and I've always wanted to connect with listeners and followers a lot more than I already do. And I think as someone who really likes to kind of share her experiences and her life story and like running experiences, I want to take it a step further and I've always wanted to coach other women, other men with running. And I, you know, I never really wanted to be a life coach. That was never really my thing. Um, But running is something that is, it's just so meaningful to me that I know of people who have, you know, DM'd me and asked me, you know, how do I get into running? Where do I even start? What running shoes do I get? You know, I can't run a 5k. I want to run a 5k. And I really want to take it a step further and I love building meaningful connections and side note, I, in my like career and my work corporate job, I basically do like account management and I am all about engagement, all about building relationships with people. And so I think that just being that sort of a person, both on and off work and just in general in life, I would love to like one day provide a service where I would be able to coach women and men online virtually, you know, take you to whatever your running goals are, whether they're big or small, whether it's a 5k, a 10k, a half marathon, a full marathon. And I think until I coach Jack to do this marathon and until I kind of build that confidence in myself, I think that only then will I offer it. But I've already started to kind of get some ideas with Jack, just knowing kind of his running history and what he has run recently, how, you know, little or, you know, how many runs he's done in the past few months. I think that I'm starting to kind of build something up in my head in terms of what might be good for him and really thinking about how many weeks we have between, you know, post Paris marathon and his London marathon. Just really trying to think out, you know, how can I help build up his endurance, you know, and kind of have a few weeks initially to kind of just build it up because he hasn't really been running as much. He plays football, but he doesn't go on as many runs as he used to with me and even then he and I would just kind of go on runs here and there when we weren't living together and so I think with this added benefit of us living together um he has said and I quote that he will get up for morning runs with me and so we'll see if he can do the morning runs because I think he'll definitely struggle a bit just because he's not a morning person but I kind of just wanted to I'm definitely going to document this experience he's really keen to document it as well because obviously this is all very new to him and he knows that I've done this a few times but I think it's going to be really interesting to kind of see if I can help him build you know habits that I've built to become a morning person and a morning runner and you know we might change our minds midway and change it to evening runs who knows but I think it's just all about you know 
figuring out how we're going to go about this because it is a lot of running for someone who hasn't run as much as, for example, I have in the past year. I think I've shared before, I haven't really like taken a break. And this probably alludes a lot to my injury or what I think is an injury. But ever since the London Marathon, I basically went from training for a half marathon when I first got back to the UK back in February of 2021. I was training for a half marathon that was at the end of May. And then straight after that, I jumped into marathon training for the London Marathon. And then right after the London Marathon, I basically jumped into training for a half marathon. And then after the half marathon, I basically have just jumped into training for Paris. And so I think between Paris and Berlin, I'll definitely have a few weeks to kind of just do some really light running. But I think that that'll definitely be really ample time to kind of help Jack build that endurance and kind of just almost build like that base sort of endurance that I at least think you need to kind of survive marathon training. I definitely am someone who believes that anyone can do marathon training, but I think for someone like Jack who doesn't have as much like running experience, I think it's almost like building a program that's like couch to marathon, which sounds insane, but definitely broken up kind of between, you know, couch to 5k, 5k to 10k, 10k to half marathon, half marathon, full marathon, and kind of just making sure that we really utilize the amount of weeks that we have between now and October 2nd, and making sure that he is not only sort of, you know, building that endurance, but also making sure that he's doing it safely, that his body's okay, that he's not injuring himself, and that he still has time for things like football, and that he's not like, you know, draining himself of energy. And there's a lot to teach him, obviously, around nutrition, gels, I've already got a hydration backpack for him. And so he's excited to get started. And I'm excited to kind of document it. And I'm sure that I'll have him on for episodes so that he can kind of share his firsthand experience because I know for a lot of people that thought and that kind of bucket list thing of wanting to run a marathon I know for me a few years ago that was like my biggest bucket list thing like right next to you know write a book I wanted to run a marathon and it's always seemed like this super impossible thing that you know I always kind of put off because I said you know I'll do it one day but I don't know when but and I always thought it would be you know I run it once and then I'm done and I'll never run a marathon again and well, fast forward to now and look where we are. But I definitely kind of want to really document this experience, not only sharing kind of, you know, my experience doing two marathons this year, but also just what it looks like to take someone from, you know, a base sort of beginner, you know, runner to marathon because I genuinely believe that Jack is 100% capable and I am very, very excited for this experience. He's very excited and I'm just really excited to document it because if this is successful, I definitely am someone who loves Excel. I'm definitely going to be sort of building plans and I want to build plans that are catered to, you know, runners dependent on their pace, dependent on their lifestyle and really cater it to kind of fit into your lifestyle. I don't want it to be something that you feel like you have to drag yourself out of bed and you know kind of slave away at I want it to be something that you enjoy because for so long running was something that I used to kind of slave away at and I always used it for the wrong reasons and so something that I really love to preach on this podcast is building that healthy relationship with running building that positive relationship with running and so 
if I ever, not if, when I do start, you know, building out these this coaching plan, coaching program, I would absolutely love to, you know, start taking on clients and really just start building relationships with some people who have been longtime listeners or early beginner listeners and really just, you know, wherever you are with your running, I would love to sort of meet with you and really build, you know, build towards your goal and help you hit those goals and, you know, blast through them because I totally believe that it's possible. But yeah, until then, I'm really excited to, you know, share this journey, share this series, help Jack run a full marathon because, and he, the most that he's run technically is a half marathon. But I think, you know, just looking at it from like taking someone, I'm kind of looking at it from the perspective of taking a beginner runner and coaching them up to being able to run a full marathon. So definitely stay tuned. There's going to be a lot of fun content, a lot of fun episodes coming your way this summer, spring, summer. Um, And yeah, I'm really excited, but definitely also stay tuned because I will be sharing all about Paris very, very soon because that is coming up very quickly. But again, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for helping me grow out this platform, this podcast. It is always something that I look forward to. It is my favorite thing that really gives me joy and sparks joy for me. And I can't wait to continue to create. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, I have links in my show notes to resources and episodes mentioned, but also a link to my fundraiser for Alzheimer's Society. I am fundraising in honor of my grandpa, Jack, who passed away from vascular dementia in 2018. So please do check that out and donate if you can. Otherwise, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.